أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد by Allah Ta'ala's fadl, we have reached the 16th night of Ramadan. Um, now more than half of it is gone. And uh, uh, what's left is less than what has passed. So let every uh, let every one of us, inshallah, take heed of the fact that this is a diminishing opportunity at this point. And whatever other things we have, just wrap them up and try to make the best of what's left and know that some opportunities they they don't come around again and again uh, a person's life is an opportunity that once it's gone uh, it will not come back again and the fact is that most of us are closer to our passing from this world um, than, than we actually think and people have frustrations with regards to this world that I wasn't able to do this or I wasn't able to do that just the fact that every one of us has uh, been able to make it thus far with Iman is in and of itself a, a great blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and uh, you know even if it's just a matter of holding on uh, make dua Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq um, and those duas are to be made in this time so there's still time. Don't be from those who say afterward, oh, Ramadan came by and it left so quick and I didn't even notice. Um, count yourself from amongst the from amongst those who take heed and take warning and benefit from what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put forth for us. So we continue, inshallah, today from reading uh, the commentary on another one of the hikayat of the Masnavi of Mulana Rumi, uh, rahimahullah tabarak wa ta'ala. Uh, and the commentary, uh, uh, for the commentary entitled Ma'arif Masnawi from Mulana Hakim Akhtar Saab, Rahimahullah Tabarak wa Ta'ala, with the hikaya of the story about a cure for sensual love. A certain devotee, Mulana Hakim Akhtar, sets up the, the, the verses. Says, a certain devotee resided in the company of a saintly man for the sake of improving and rectifying his spiritual life. He diligently applied himself to the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala and to the good deeds that the Shaykh prescribed for him. However, there was one maidservant of the Shaykh uh, that served his house and brought food from them, uh, from the Shaykh's house. By continuously looking at her as she brought the food, his heart became filled with love for her. Thus, whenever she brought the food, he cast his glance at her instead of looking at the food. And uh, this is, by the way, these things are all too real. These are not, uh, you know, contrived things that the Ahlullah or the Oliya of Allah Taala. They're not like space aliens that are somehow immune to the ahwal and the the conditions that a normal person goes through. Rather, they're not only not immune; they're probably more prone to them than than the average person is, because uh, you know there are people in this world who are so hard-hearted that they can push away uh, human experiences experiences that every human being has uh, uh, from their heart 
and not worry about them or care about them. Imagine someone whose nerves are shot, then they're not going to feel pain like the person whose nervous system uh, functions normally. And so a person who is soft-hearted and a person who appreciates beauty, that person may be even more susceptible than the average person is uh, because they're altogether too human. If you're practicing Islam properly and if you're uh, traversing the path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala properly, um, you need to have your fitrah intact in order to be uh, a, a useful tool in that, in that journey. And uh, if your fitrah is intact, then these things happen. So you'll remember, I mean, the, the hikayat from the Ma'arif al-Masnavi, at least perhaps to listen, for the listener, they're easier to take in than, than perhaps the more dense material from the Kashf al-Mahjub that we read that has the, 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 the sayings and the descriptions of the, of the old, the ancient mashayikh whose words, sometimes you have to repeat them again and again to even understand what, what's going on. And um, the descriptions of the mujahadat that those old and ancient mashayikh went through, um, they're things that people nowadays can barely even relate to, much less, uh, uh, much less do themselves. And so juxtapose that with this, uh, uh, with, with something which is an all-too-human failing that a person wants to get their uh, islah, their rectification done. And so they go to one of the Ahlullah and they, um, you know, what happens is the person falls in love inside the house of the Shaykh while uh, doing the zikr and while uh, doing the prescribed, uh, uh, you know, good deeds and course of action that, that's, that's given by the Shaykh and handed down by the Shaykh in order to uh, rectify one's own, own nafs. And rather than being something that is like something to be uh, surprised by, uh, this is real. This is how real life works. You know, this is when Tasawwuf leaves uh, storybooks and kind of Camelot type, uh, uh, you know, Camelot types visions and fantasies and comes into real life that things like this, they happen. In fact, the Kashful Mahjub, the author of it, he complains and laments at one point that for several weeks he himself suffered uh, uh, suffered. Uh, 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 a type of spiritual, uh, a type of spiritual malaise, uh, because somebody he overheard someone describing a, a woman, and he described her with such beautiful uh, characteristics um, that that the author uh, Sayyid Ali Hajwari actually fell in love with the woman just from his description, from the description that he heard. So he didn't even see the woman, but he just heard a description of her, uh, because of which uh, he fell in love with her, and all he could think about was her, and it distracted him from his his uh, spiritual exercises to the point where he said weeks went by that I was in angst and I couldn't resolve this issue and, and keep moving with my with my spiritual exercises. And it's very interesting. Nicholson actually mocks him and makes fun of him uh, for that. He'll actually, in his translation, English translation, both in the foreword and when he mentions it, he'll, he'll uh, kind of like take delight at, you know, this great sheikh who is describing all of these big spiritual verities and, you know, spiritual openings and states, lofty and noble states. But, you know, he's, you know, he, he's, he himself is lovable in the sense that he admits that even something very simple and something very mundane uh, uh, can have such a profound effect on him. And, uh, you know, with, uh, uh, you know, you know, who knows what was in Nicholson's heart when doing that. But all I can say is that, um, these simple things in order to rectify them in one's own self, uh, that is greatness with Allah. Uh, 
And the thing is that because you don't see like, you know, people don't make $100,000 for rectifying their nuffs and uh, you don't see it like written on their forehead that once you rectify your nuffs, you're not able to bench press 500 pounds. There's no like dunyoi apparent sign of it. In fact, many of the people who have gone through that process, either through their discipleship of the, the Ahlullah or through um, just having a hard life and receiving tarbiyah directly by Allah Ta'ala in a taqwini sense through their circumstances. Um, you just, you know, they look like other people. In fact, oftentimes they look even less impressive than a, another person is. But it doesn't matter if you're not impressive to Bank of America or you don't make it to the NBA or other people aren't impressed with you. If Allah loves you, uh, uh, if you're worth something to Allah Ta'ala, uh, you know, the rest of the creation, um, you know, they can they can just, you know, get lost. Uh, uh, so this hikayah has to do with uh, this person, uh, how, how he fell into this trap, which is an all-too-human trap that a person could fall into. And uh, oftentimes Allah Ta'ala will send these, send these calamities to a person in order for them to have to deal with them and, and in order to get over them and become a better person. Uh, and they're, they're not easy to deal with when a person gets through them. Uh, Allah Ta'ala help us all to get through them. Uh, Allah Ta'ala help us all to get through them. Uh, so he says that, that, uh, that he applied himself to the zikr and good deeds that the sheikh uh, uh, prescribed for him. However, there was a maidservant of the sheikh who brought food to them uh, from the sheikh's house. By continuously looking at her whenever she would bring the food, his heart became filled with love for her. Thus, whenever she brought food, he cast his glance at her instead of looking at the food. And uh, that's, uh, that's also, you know, there's a little bit about that in uh, the last majlis that we talked about, that the food is the ni'mah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Instead of focusing on that, he looked at, what he looked at the, the 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 beautiful girl who was bringing the food. Uh, the maid servant was also a devotee seeking for Allah. She was also uh, someone who took the instruction of the sheikh for her own rectification. And by the way, you know, there's a hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam: "Al qulubu bayna isbaiir rahman." Al qulubu bayna isbaiir rahman. Yuqallibuha afwan kaifa yashau. Or kama qala alayhi salatu wasalam that the hearts are between the two fingers of Ar Rahman, the Most Merciful, and he flips them however he he wants to. He flips them, turns them however he wants to. So Allah Taala can put the love of a person in someone's heart, and that love can be of benefit. And Allah Taala can put the love of someone in someone's heart, and that love can be uh, that love can be harmful uh, for either the lover or the beloved, or both, or neither. And this is something that we should be very uh, very careful of, and we should always ask Allah Taala that Ya Allah, give me the love of uh, uh, of those that you love, and uh, of that which you love, and those those deeds that you love. And, uh, uh, you know, put your love, you know, like the du'a of Sayyidina Dawood that make, the, make your love more beloved to me than, than cold water on a hot day. Um, you know, a person should be very careful about their heart and, 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 and entrust it with Allah Ta'ala and constantly ask Him not to give the love of somebody who, uh, somebody who uh, is going to cause problem and difficulty because that's a very dangerous thing. And many people have gone through that before. And uh, mashallah, many of my uh, email and phone and WhatsApp hours have been uh, passed in young people uh, and sometimes not so young people 
having loved fallen in love with the wrong person and having to deal with the ill effects of that and uh, you know who knows maybe I've even had to deal with that in my life as well and it's a it's a very difficult it's a very difficult ordeal to go through one young man once called me um, and he said yeah yeah Shaykh make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take this love that I don't know what to do with in my heart out of my heart I said, told him I said listen man uh, it's possible as a point of aqidah it's possible that Allah can do that but generally speaking that's not what happens you're going to have to go through the difficulty of this Allah Ta'ala answers the prayers of his servants in one of three ways and uh, one is that you get what you want and the second is that uh, an, a calamity of equal magnitude is warded off from you and the third is that, uh, uh, that you'll receive the reward equivalent of that uh, on the day of judgment because you made that dua and I said, my experience is generally speaking, uh, love doesn't go away so easily. Uh, and the mind, the aql can, the intellect can recognize that it's not, um, that it's not, uh, uh, it's not good for you. But, you know, once you're trapped, you're trapped, you're done. And so my experience is generally this dua of yours, keep making it because it's a big dua, but it's probably going to be answered in way number two or three and probably not way number one because things just don't happen that way generally um, Allah Ta'ala can do whatever he wants whenever he wants however he wants uh, so be very careful be very careful guard your heart uh, and the, the you know the inroads to the heart the gates to the city of the heart are these the, the, the senses and, and the limbs um, the limbs of the heart are not like physical limbs, but they include the physical limbs like the hands, the feet, and they include the senses as well, and they include the stomach, and they include the private parts. So be careful who you let in through those things into your heart, because once that person sits in your heart, once the thief is allowed into the treasury, uh, they can ransack it and mess it up in a way that, uh, in a, in a way that the enemy from outside of the walls uh, and gates of the city cannot, cannot do. Uh, so this is this is a, a warning for 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 all of us. We should ask Allah Taala, Allah, fill my heart with the love of my wife or my husband and my parents and the Quran and the Masjid and the Salat and all of these things. Um, fill my heart with the love of those things that that you love and those things that you love for me to love, and guard my heart from the love of those things that are going to harm me or hurt me. But every now and then, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is going to test a, a slave, because all of us. You know, we read these, uh, uh, you know, wonderful whatever Sufi uh, storybooks and Oliya stories and we're like, yeah, I want to be like that. I want to also be like that. And so Allah Ta'ala, you know, oftentimes will test us. Allah Ta'ala protect us from his test. And if he decides to test us, give us the imdad to pass them as well. Because I admit, I don't know about you, but I admit from, from, from the get-go that I don't have what it takes to pass without his help. Um, but uh, uh, you know that that a lot I will test a person's claim every now and then. So you'll be tested with uh, with the love of something that you know Allah Ta'ala isn't pleased with or you know is not, is not good for you. And then Allah Ta'ala will see how, how you deal with it. You know, how, how do you deal with it? Uh, so the, the maidservant was also a, 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 a traveler on the path to Allah. She soon realized that this man was casting uh, glances at her. Her enlightened heart perceived that the lustful, gl that the lustful glances uh, were, were, were of that nature and thus she went to complain to the sheikh. She said, uh, Master, a certain, uh, a certain uh, disciple of yours is involved with lustful love. What benefit will the, there be for him in your prescribed zikr and spiritual exercises? Uh, uh, you should first find a cure for him for this uh, metaphorical love that he has. The idea being that the only real love is the love of Allah 
and uh, uh, the love that lovers feel uh, between one another only uh, is, a, is a metaphor. It's only a, a shadow of what real love is. Uh, Mulan Hakim Akhtar continues, he says, as is the practice of the saintly ones as far as possible that they do not expose or humiliate their companions nor those connected with them so that these people do not lose heart through their disappointment. The Shaykh, as being devoted to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his sights are directed at Allah's grace and bounties. And so uh, uh, the, uh, the Shaykh quotes some verse which then is translated. When Allah's mercy comes pouring forth, when Allah's mercy comes pouring forth, even the fire worshipper of a hundred years can be the pride of all of the saints. Do not despise any disbeliever, for who knows when Allah's mercy may take him. It is possible that before death he overtakes, uh, uh, before the death overtakes him, the kafir and the mushrik can become Bayezid. Bayezid here is a, a reference to Bayezid Bustami, who is uh, one of the uh, one of the most celebrated awliya uh, of Allah Taala in the history of uh, of Islam. So it is possible that before death overtakes, even the kafir and mushrik can become a Bayezid. This can all happen within a blink of an eye. And so he said that the, the, the ulama and mashayikh are not, you know, when they hear about people's problems and whatnot, they don't give up hope. Rather, they increase their hope because Allah Ta'ala, in as much as his abilities are infinite, the, the hope of the slave in Allah should be infinite. Uh, hence, the shaykh in spite of knowing the secret, did not scold the murid openly and refrain from exposing him. However, with the, the disciple, uh, he refrained from exposing him. However, within himself, he was thinking of a way to cure him of this lustful love. It so happened that from, uh, uh, from the fadl of Allah, he thought of a plan and acted on it. He gave the maidservant uh, a, a laxative which caused her acute diarrhea. Uh, and he instructed her to let the feces that ca ca come out accumulate in a bucket. Due to this purgative that she had taken, she defecated about 20 times until she became very weak and thin. Her face became exceedingly pale and her eyes and cheeks turned hollow. Her face appeared frightful like one suffering from cholera. She appeared very unattractive and her beauty had vanished. The sheikh then told her, take his food to him today and quietly stand there. When the disciple saw the maidservant, instead of looking at her, now he turned his face away and told her, put the food down. As he uttered these words, the sheikh entered the room and said, Oh, you fool, why is it that today you turn your eyes away from this girl? What is missing from her today that you, your love for her has vanished? Then the sheikh uh, instructed the girl to bring the container in which all of the feces had been collected. When she placed it before him, the sheikh said to the disciple, O foolish one, apart from these feces, nothing else was extracted from this girl. From this it seems that in actual fact you were in love with these feces, and now that it has gone out of her body, your love has also gone. Uh, and so, uh, Moana Hakim Akhtar Saab, he, uh, he, he quotes some of his own uh, poetry on this topic, which was uh, also translated by Moana Yusuf Karan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on him that uh, Akhtar Rahimullah says what has become deficient in the body of this maidservant that you notice uh, to make you turn away in disappointment what has departed from her body that you now experience aversion to her the sheikh then showed the container which had become filled with the girl's feces and said look at it O seeker it is only this which has left her body 
Thus your beloved in fact was these feces. It is over this thing that you became a madman. And now, uh, though the, not, now that through the purgative she has become weak and pale, the love that you felt was also gone. Uh, uh, the Shaykh uh, asked the Marid then tell me if you really love this girl then how is it that your love has turned to dislike and aversion through the plan of the Shaykh it soon dawned upon the disciple that he had become involved in, uh, in, in only sensual love he became ashamed of it and in sorrow and lamentation he repented to Allah Ta'ala and through this uh, uh, repentance and sorrow he was eventually endowed with true divine love that he understood what the difference was between the, the figurative love and the real love. Uh, Mulana Rumi rahimahullah ta'ala uh, uh, drew this advice from the story. O people, today you fall in love with a well-musk-scented one with curly locks of hair. One day that same lock of hair will appear worse to you than the tail of an old donkey. Those very eyes that cause you to be, become intoxicated and for which you are prepared to sacrifice your life and old age will have dirty water dripping from them. Look at a beautiful child who though his beauty becomes, uh, who, who through his beauty becomes a master among men. But look when old age overtakes him, he becomes worthless among men. Look how lovely and fresh the sun appears at its time of rising, but remember its death at the time of setting. See how splendid the moon appears on the 14th night, but check how its sorrowful state is when it begins to wane. O oh man, you are in love with good food and fine outward form, but see the result thereof in the toilet afterwards. People of this world, like the people, or people of this world, like the world, are truly unfaithful. When it turns its face toward you, then know that it is not the face, rather merely the back of the head. Now that you have bec now that you have come to know of the unfaithfulness of the world and worldly people, then establish love uh, and contact with the people of Allah Ta'ala and with no other beings except for them. Uh, and these are wise words and this is a very beautiful also expression of the aqidah of the Muslims and this is one thing that uh, one of the reasons I, I, I love that that that, uh, uh, that aqidah should be taught is because through it you understand tasawwuf because there's a lot of overlap between tasawwuf and aqidah meaning having a right head and having a right heart. Um, and it's from the aqidah and this has nothing to do with sectarian bickering it's from the aqidah of the Muslims al-umuru bil khawatim or al-a'malu bil khawatim all matters, all affairs, all actions the, if you want to know what the reality of them is then look at how they end and this is something completely gone from uh, uh, the analysis of worldly people uh, they're not looking at the end they want growth, growth, growth. So someone says, we're going to have 5% growth, we're going to have 3% growth, we're going to have 7% growth. And the only thing that grows uh, unchecked uh, more and more as time goes on is cancer. And where does cancer end? It ends with you and the cancer both in the grave. Um, that beauty for which people are willing to ignore the prayer and uh, get drunk and dance the whole night and uh, uh, waste away uh, their entire youth uh, chasing that beauty, uh, download weird apps and swipe left and right, etc., etc. That, that, that love, which is the f the fleeting and unfaithful love, it fills the heart uh, to the point where the heart has no space in it for any other love, 
And when that beauty is gone, uh, uh, it's not going to help you. The only thing that's going to help you when you enter your grave is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this doesn't mean that Muslims are uh, somehow against beauty or averse to it or hate it. In fact, mashallah, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and his companions were the most beautiful of people. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was a, a beautiful uh, man and his azwaj mutahharat were, were beautiful women. They were beautiful inwardly and outwardly. And the sunnah is to join between them. That you should have a good inward state and a good outward state as much as you're able to. But uh, from the teachings of deen and the faqaha of the believer, the deep understanding of faith of the believer is what? Is that you have to know that, that the inward and the permanent is the, the, the real thing and the outward and the temporary is of second secondary importance. And if you're ever put in a position where you can only have one and not the other, then we all know uh, what, what to choose. So as a kind of a postscript to the, the, the verses from the Masnavi, uh, Mulana Hakim Akhtar Saab, he, he just gives a little bit of closing commentary. He says, a sign of being accepted by Allah is to sit in the company of the friends of Allah uh, and become disconnected from worldly things. When uh, being inclined toward Allah, one must be uh, outward, uh, an outward and proper follower of the sunnah and at the same time, uh, seek the company of the saintly ones who also follow the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. After attaining this virtue, one should never seek miracles uh, uh, or or parlor tricks uh, from the Ahlullah because such things are involuntary uh, occurrences. Such involuntary occurrences have nothing to do with being accepted or not by Allah. Miracles are not the sign of uh, being chosen by Allah or not. Allah has not placed uh, uh, the criterion for acceptance by Him or nearness to Him based on involuntary matters. Uh, regarding the uh, despicable and transitory nature of the il illusory beauty, I have written a poem uh, entitled A Word of Warning Regarding Sensual Love. And for the benefit of the readers, uh, I shall quote it later. May Allah accept it and make it beneficial for all men. Maybe inshallah in a future majlis we can, we can go through that and read that as well. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, protect our, loves from, our hearts from the loves that will destroy us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, uh, fill our hearts with the, the loves that are going to uh, do good for us and uh, whoever uh, whoever we loved for his sake or whoever loved us for our sake uh, whoever we loved for his sake or whoever loved us for his sake may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give them all the good of this world and the hereafter may Allah give them the best that they could have asked for better than they could have asked for wa sallallahu wa ta'ala wa sallam ala sayyidina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in